Syria calls a war unwinnable. Today, Friday, September 20th, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Syria's deputy prime minister says a civil war is at a stalemate, or as he told this reporter, There might be an advance here or an advance there, but it's not uh, more than just a tactical shift in the position. Strategically, neither side can win. And later, a Hell's Angels retail store in Toronto, where the manager doesn't want you touching the merchandise. He grabbed me on the shoulder and physically pushed me out of the store and down the stairs. Plus, recalling Duke Ellington's 1963 concert in Kabul, Afghanistan. Along about halfway of the concert, you see almost the entire audience rise and start walking, because that was when they had to go and pray. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, celebrating 25 new global heroes, runners who didn't let a diagnosis of chronic disease end their run at the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon this October 6th. More at Medtronic.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The civil war in Syria is at a stalemate. Neither side can defeat the other. That's not my opinion. It's the view of the Syrian government, as expressed today by Deputy Prime Minister Kadri Jamil. He was interviewed by Jonathan Steele of The Guardian newspaper in Britain. Jamil also sketched out conditions for stalled peace talks in Geneva. Here's a clip made available by The Guardian. Of course, uh, the immediate ceasefire and the... First of all, uh, putting an end to uh, external intervention, uh, having a ceasefire and the launching of the peaceful political process. Jonathan Steele is on the line now from Damascus. Uh, You know, Assad seemed to be getting stronger and stronger. How big an admission by his deputy prime minister is this, that neither side can win this war? Well, I think it's very important because it reinforces the argument that there has to be a a political settlement. Um, So I think it's an important admission of, of reality. And why does Deputy Prime Minister Kadri Jamil think the war is in a stalemate? Well, he doesn't think that either side can defeat the other, that... Uh, You know, there might be an advance here or an advance there, but it's not uh, more than just a tactical shift in the position. Strategically, neither side can can win. So uh, what are the prospects for those peace talks? I mean, are they kind of set up almost to fail from the get-go? Well, I think the the problem is, I mean, as the government has always said it will attend, what was important about what Kadri Jamil told me was that he set out a kind of agenda from the government point of view. They've always said they would attend problem is that the rebels have so far refused to go unless uh, Assad first resigns. Well, that's a precondition that's not going to be accepted. So it really requires the rebels' sponsors and, and uh, allies, particularly the United States, to, uh, to tell them that they just have to go to Geneva and come up with a reasonable delegation and, and some sort of platform for negotiation. And I gather that uh, Jamil's own party backtracked a little from his comments. What did they not like? Well, after my interview was published, his people tried to argue that the entire interview had been uh, just speaking in the name of his party rather than in the name of the government. But, I mean, the tape recording of his words, to me, don't bear that out. That's not what he said. And when, when I asked him about Geneva specifically, it was quite clear 
I was referring to, you know, what would the, the government be proposing? And, and he gave the answers that I mentioned about ceasefires and, and stopping armed intervention. He never, he never broke in and said, uh, you know, I can't speak for the government. All I can do is speak for my own party. So, I mean, he's trying to move the goalposts after, um, you know, the ball's already gone into the net. Um, Jonathan, I, I can't let you go without asking you what Damascus is like as diplomats are scrambling to figure out the conflict and an end to it. I mean, what do you do in Damascus on a Friday night right now? Well, I'm actually right now as we speak in the Christian quarter of the old city, and it's packed with people strolling around and uh, going to cafes and restaurants and, uh, you know, Friday's the day off here. Equivalent to the Saturday night in uh, the United States, and uh, you know the streets are packed. Even though, of course, there have been mortars that have landed in this area of the city, uh, quite a number in the last few weeks. So there is uh, always a menace of.